reaching for the divine grace. Previous blogs described a particular pathway to achieve spiritual results. This pathway has a foundation based on the use of sacred sounds otherwise known as mantras. However this foundation also has its own source or even its own foundation. The descriptions of the true nature of the self, is derived from ancient wisdom of the sages, who lived in what is now India, and especially in the Himalayas. Their philosophy, as it was not strictly speaking a religious view, was based on a reality that is the one that exists in essence in every form, throughout creation. Thus the individual soul is no less than the cosmic consciousness in terms of the substance that it is made of. The world in its multiple forms, and especially multiple human egos, is seen as illusory, in the sense of being perceived as real, but is also completely transitory. The scientists could also point to their reality that we are just a bunch of pulsating atoms. The universe as a creation is also seen as a source of much pain and suffering, as well as being the playground of humans seeking some satisfaction, pleasure, or fun. Or on a more serious level as a place for the attainment of a wide variety of goals-slash-achievements, both self-serving and in service to others. The truth of life that the individual can know is called enlightenment, which is a realization based only in the present moment, but continuing through ensuing moments. The cord of connection of the individual divine soul to the cosmic divine soul may be eternal, but the human being practices the spiritual path to gain this, and is thus a seeker, not one who has come to the end of seeking. Thus what exists in our daily lives can and needs to be repositioned, and perhaps from a spirituality process perspective, purified. This is where the practice of meditation, the use of sacred sounds, following the teachings of the gurus etc. has specific practical purpose. Even though one is divine in the divine world, it still seems necessary to acknowledge one's true human nature, which creates a duality, which can be confusing. It's possibly easier just to have a personal God and a Savior, and remain a dumb human being who relies on an exterior power of God to create the salvation required. It's hard to call oneself divine and then call oneself human who owns up to any number of a range of dysfunctional thoughts, feeling and activities. So it is necessary to reclaim both the identity of the soul and the human experience at a higher level together, so that the duality is transcended and the soul divinity is expressed, down to all human detail. Such thinking or belief of course has a consequence. It means that the whole business of religion and saviors, and being fixed by some higher power is simply bypassed. Or seen in a perspective that there are aids on the path which can eventually be discarded. Then it is not necessary anymore to be negative about one's human presence or state whatever that may be. Realization or enlightenment can only be reality if one exists beyond the usual identity with ego body slash mind, and the external trappings of life are seen for what they truly are. This expression of oneself as a divine soul which permeates the human presence may seem a bit far-fetched or mission impossible, as a spiritual practice or pathway. It is not however asking about any change apart from a mental stance. Who am I? It begins with an imagination, a feeling, or a belief that provides a core strength that will itself enable spiritual progress. The spiritual progress may require so-called purification or removal-slash-clearing of psychological and mental health disorders, addictions and obsessive behaviors. However this progress takes place when one's pathway, the spiritual pathway, is applied on top of the firm base, which is a firm belief in one's divine right to be connected with the cosmic consciousness in totality. This also does not mean that the pathways as described in this and the previous book is the only one. Go with one's own belief and practice. All roads lead to Rome. However without a map, without a guide, without means of transport, then the journey becomes very arduous. Ancient stages and seers have described the yogas of knowledge, devotion, kundalini energy, and the use of mantras, to facilitate the bodily and mental cleansing. 
This is one way if you wish, you can use and proceed. The concept as per the Kundalini energy is actually simple. The practitioner attends to the divine energy and brings that energy down into the body through the centers, and this in turn releases negative energies or base energy as a consequence. Thus the complete physical and mental body becomes purified. The ego becomes still enough so that the divine force takes precedence of place in one's life. It is a choice. Choose to be just the human floundering around maybe for many lifetimes, who knows, or choose divine enlightenment in full, or be engaged in practices somewhere along the continuum. There is no right and wrong there is only the journey and the learning process engaged within and without.